young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Monday, November 28th at 4.15 Eastern, 3.15 Central. It appears as if Auburn has finalized details uh, that will make Hugh Freeze the next coach. Uh, of the Auburn football team. Uh, we're here with instant reactions. We're going to be with you guys here for a little while to talk about it. Get your feedback on this one. It feels like a really polarizing hire, guys. Yeah, uh, I, I I really want to just hear from them, but go ahead, yeah. man. Yeah, I really want to hear from everybody. So um, Auburn had a number of candidates that were in the running for this job. Every Everybody from the quarterback's coach at the, you know, for the Eagles to you know, fickle and, and all these names, but ultimately Hugh Freeze uh, looks like he won out. Um, I got an email yesterday asking me if I wanted to come interview. So, you know, I, tur- <laughs> I turned it down because I didn't know who I'd be working for. <laughs> same, same, same. I think I got the same email. Um, but yeah, it looks like Hugh Freeze is going to be the next coach. We're here for your reactions. Uh, we're going to share, we're going to share some thoughts as news continues to break on this subject, uh, the university has not officially made an announcement, but uh, some notable and prominent media members are starting to pick this up, uh, saying that Hugh Freeze is going to be the next coach. So uh, while we're here, if you can't jump in the chat, it's because you're not at least a subscriber. So uh, we're limiting this to subscriber only to keep the trolls out and keep this family business. Um, other than that, listen, guys. These random lives in the middle of the day can keep happening if you guys want to support. Yeah. Uh, join up, become a member, $5.99 a month for a Patreon membership uh, to help support the work we're doing at The War Report. Hopefully, we'll be bringing you interviews by Cohen and Freeze shortly after this. We're going to be working on getting you guys that content uh, so you can hear directly from those involved in this hiring about how this is going to go. But know this. There will be some Hugh Freeze watch the film sessions coming. Yeah, with your man Ike Jones. But you got to be a patron to see that stuff. I won't be. I won't be letting those things go over these next couple of weeks. All right, Ike B. Let's talk narratives here. So mm. uh, there were a number of narratives about why to hire Hugh Freeze and why not to hire him. A lot of p- the detractors pointed to the fact that he was under five hundred in the SEC and his record in his time at Ole Miss. Uh, you know, so a lot of the pro Hugh Freeze people point to what he was able to do with Liberty, beating some power five teams with lesser talent, taking Malik Willis and turning him into a third round pick. Uh, at one point, they were talking about Malik possibly even being the first quarterback off the board. He had shot so far up. Uh, so it seems as if Hugh Freeze is still um, the developer of talent that he once was. 
Uh, but overall, as a coach, again, Liberty season filled with some great wins, but some also very disappointing losses. They ended the season on a sour note, getting blown out by New Mexico. Um, you know, what do we think about his ability to succeed in the SEC? Right? Can't is this a Hugh Freeze right now that could come in and challenge in the SEC West with so many good coaches? Brian Kelly taking LSU to the championship game in year one. Um, you know, Mike Leach turning in a eight I don't know, season. like eight win season. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then his counterpart at Ole Miss turning in an eight win season as well. And then Jimbo Fisher, who's making more money than anybody, but at the bottom of the league, right where Brian said they would be. Guys, what do we think? Can he succeed in the SEC West? Yeah, he can. He can succeed in the SEC West. I've I've had a lot of fun listening to all of the the arguments back and forth today. Honestly, not having a coach may be the most entertaining thing that could happen for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, shout out to everybody in our chat arguing this past weekend. Everybody on Twitter arguing. It's a lot of fun. I've heard a lot of good arguments there are some things that don't make sense when you're talking arguments because everybody acting like you you call the guy's record and that's who he is while removing where he's at and what he has to work with from the conversation, context is lost. That's a terrible argument. Mm-hmm. The idea that a guy is only as good as what he's done in the past, so you should judge him based off what he's done in the past, that's also a terrible argument because I don't think anybody who won a national championship at a school won one for the first time. Did they win one before that? Like, I don't, it's, if you're saying I need to hire you based off of your track record. Right. Then, oh, well, we, we got to go. That's why Urban Meyer was always brought up in Bob Stoops and, and people who liked Hugh Freeze or didn't like Hugh Freeze was saying, oh, well, look, this is all he's done. And I'm not telling you that he's a good coach for the record. This is be will for the record. I don't know. I, I have no idea where this is going to go. Okay. I have no idea. I see the pros, I see the cons, and. The biggest con is what it's going to do to the fan base and the support for the team. But acting like he is only the sum of what he's done at Liberty is just, it, it, it's, it's a huge fallacy. Or he's only what he's done at Ole Miss. You can get to a better place and do better work having learned from your last few stops. That is completely possible. It is always possible. I was looking up today. There was a coach at a... I guess you could call it a group of five school at the time. He went 11 and one, 11 and two, 11 and two, and then got a power five job. By record, he was the best candidate in the nation by far. That guy was Rich Rodriguez. Mm. He ended up being a dud of a head coach. He is now at Jacksonville State after falling off the mountain from Michigan. His record said he was going to be outstanding because he won big where he was at. He beat better schools. And he was in the the conversation for a national championship at West Virginia. However, that wasn't the sum of who he was as a coach. He got to a bigger place, a different place, different expectations, more to work with. Pressure got to him. His system got old. I don't know, however you want to frame it. And then he fell off the map. What you have done prior does not dictate what you're going to do going forward. Now, having said that, I don't think you can look at Hugh Freeze's record at Liberty or at Ole Miss and say that A, he absolutely is going to kill it or B, he's absolutely going to fail. Anybody right. saying either one of those two things is fooling themselves and you just like them or don't like them for whatever reason. We don't know. Do mm-hmm. I think he can? Yes. The reason I think he can win big here 
Right now, Auburn is determined not to be the laughing stock anymore. And this hire more than anything tells me that everybody who had some skin in the game behind the scenes said, we're not going to miss on what we want again. And what comes along with everybody getting what they want is they're going to put every ounce of everything behind it because now they have to justify their decision Mm. by making sure this guy wins so it doesn't look like even more of a debacle than it looks right now. The only way to wipe the the, the slate clean or get the bad taste out of some people's mouths, and it will never be everybody's mouths, some people will never be happy with this hire for their own reasons, and they are perfectly justified in having those reasons. It will change some people's minds if we turn in a 10-win season one or a 8-win season one or 10-win season two. Now, people start to forget. No negative news. You haven't been DMing nobody. The facility's open. NIL's about to boom. Offensive players got their eyebrows raised, and the transfer portal is filling up with talent right now. The table is set for whoever Auburn hired to succeed, and the people who have been making these decisions will make doubly sure that no stone is unturned to make sure that he has what he needs to win big in very short order, which is why I think he probably will. Uh, I, is, this, is this who Auburn wanted or is this just who they could get? Right. Um, I think it's a combination. I, I, so from everything that I've heard, I sincerely believe the plan was Lane Kiffin initially. Right. Um, and, but I also think Hugh Freeze was number two on the list. And in their mind, they weren't going to have to go past number two because they knew there was a mutual interest from Hugh coming back the other direction. So if they didn't get Lane Kiffin, they couldn't come to terms on a contract that they wanted to go with or he felt comfortable leaving Ole Miss, they knew they could get the guy that they wanted number two on the list, which was Hugh Freeze, because they knew he wanted to be back in the SEC desperately. Um, And Auburn is a good situation for him to be in as far as being able to get the resources that he needs to be able to compete. Um, So I don't think they, I I think their plan was go after Lane. If it doesn't work, we're going to go get Hugh. And that's what what it ended up being. It just, I think got delayed a little bit because of the backlash. When the news broke, there was a lot of uproars. They're like, Oh, we can't announce that today. Uh, let's hold right. off a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. But I, I don't think they ever moved off of Hugh Freeze from all of the backlash. They acknowledged it, went and did a little bit of, hey, how do we really want to roll this out? And then said, yeah, this is the guy we want. And here we are. Yeah, uh, my personal feeling based on what I, the whispers that I heard about there being kind of a booster movement to go get Hugh Freeze like mid-season um, this feels to me. This feels like a booster hire. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this feels, yeah, I, I, I think a booster hire. I think mm-hmm. Cohen had a list that included Hugh Freeze, and the fact that the boosters liked him bumped him up the list. Yeah, well, I, I think he was on Cohen's list because the boosters liked him. But hey, listen, guys, <laughs> we we want to hear from you. Let's uh, get to some super chats here. Jazzy Joe says, "Let's go." Hey, is this mic on? He meant M-I-C. Uh, let's go. Okay, is staying too. Let's go. Hopefully he retains Cadillac. Uh, it would be wildly unpopular for him. All preliminary reports that I've heard is that part of his pitch and plan was the retention of Cadillac on his staff. Yeah. He should be associate head coach if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what they decide to do there. Uh, Cleveland Brown says, freeze the AU. LFG, winter is coming. See what you <laughs> did there. Uh bankroll block guys this is one of the best feelings i've had woo cry haters cry uh he said roll tears roll um 
how can we hire someone who has allegations at three other institutions? Absolute disgrace to the Auburn family. Um, listen, these, we're going to get into this a little bit. This this is real. I, I don't like to talk about rumors and things that can't be confirmed. Uh, but certainly there was some smoke around this hire about for non-football reasons. And um, I, I will say this. Uh, I didn't see anybody else clamoring to hire, hire Hugh Freeze. Right. Right. So um, this, this is another reason why I think this is a booster hire. Uh, SS Austin, we actually are going to have a good offense and good QB play. Also, his teams play both sides of the ball. We back y'all. Wardam Eagle. Uh, guys, listen uh, to this comment. That offense, if you're going to make this higher, the offense better be damn near prolific, right? Like, right. Yeah, I mean, that's what you bring him in to do is to revolutionize what you're doing on the offensive side of the ball because we haven't had a good offense in a long time. Yeah, I still think he'll do wonders with Robbie Ashford, uh, just my opinion. Uh, Jazzy Joe, they ain't fans if they don't support the team. You know, we've talked about this as well, too. Like, regardless of who you prefer, um, choose Auburn, right? Uh, And try to put aside... You know, the professional from the other guy. I know that's hard to do for some people. Joe Kyle, how is the locker room going to accept freeze? Um, I think just fine. I've heard nothing but positive, but positive yeah. out of the locker room from people who I've talked to. Yeah. I, exci- I, especially the offensive guys. They're excited about it. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll they'll accept it just fine. So, um, you know, there were some people who I know in that locker room that were, were was hoping that Brian Harson's successor would be Hugh Freeze. So those people got there. Wish certainly. Um, I want to appreciate JoJo's one of our uh, premium members. Uh, Seth, not thrilled by this hire. Wanted Prime. Hashtag at least it's not Kiffin. Seth was not a Kiffin fan. Clearly, um, this is about where I'm at. I'm not exactly thrilled by this hire, but I'm not going to sit here and act like the guy forgot how to coach football either, right? So right. with the resources, be like you were talking about. It could be. Could be a really good hire. I don't think we could um, hold that against them. We got 666 viewers in here. Let's get some more. We don't want to stay on that number. Um, James (laughs) Stallings, what people are overlooking, why I'm excited, is the chip he probably has on his shoulder is the same chip, uh, just like Auburn, let's go. Uh, You know, or maybe similar to uh, what Bruce Pearl, this is the only way I will compare him to Bruce Pearl. Right. As you come in with something to prove, being given a second chance at life, at coaching at this level, Um, he's going to have to keep his hands clean, guys. I'm like any sniff of a scandal is going to be jumped all over by the national media. So um, hopefully they are prepared for that. Cody Smith, let's go to work. War ready. It's time. Um, I am kind of happy that this didn't drag out until the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. With with national signing early national early signing day. Uh, you know, getting a coach before SEC championship, I think, helps bolster recruiting. So we'll see. Guys, we're still committing to Auburn, even in spite of, you know, us not having a head coach and and, and pretty much understanding that it wasn't going to be caddy. So uh, this will be interesting to see. How does he how does he say if you're ranking SEC West head coaches, where does where does Hugh Freeze rank? That's that's a hard question because he that's has it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the, the reason why I, I hesitate to put anybody who hasn't like he's coached in the SEC before, mm-hmm. but I hesitate to put anybody high on that ranking that hasn't done it in their current role is because you just there, there's so many things that go into play with how people are perceived as a head coach, not whether or not they can coach. I think on his coaching ability. He's top half, right? Like, right. 
I mean, but I mean, what the the, the what's the guy's name in uh, Clark Lee at Vanderbilt? He seems like he's going to be a phenomenal coach. Like, but he's at Vandy, right? So it's like right. you, how do you juxtapose those things? Right, Shane right. Beamer seems like he's a really good coach, but he's at South Carolina. So like, right. where do you put his coaching ability versus what he can do with where he is? Like Kirby Smart seems like the genius of the entire world, best coach in college football, but he's landing top recruiting classes every single year. Is he a great recruiter's ex- defensive mind genius, right? right. Mm-hmm. Got Todd Munkin in there as the offensive guy. So it's like Kirby seems like he's a good program builder. You got to put him up there. You can't knock Nick Saban out of there just because he's had a year where he's not going to compete for a national title just one time in two decades. So he's still up there at the top. Right. Um, you can't ignore what Brian Kelly did in year one, and then you have to pile on what he did at Notre Dame before that, but it's also just year one at LSU. Let me see him do it another year. Right. Josh Heupel done some amazing things at Tennessee, but let me see what he does when he doesn't have a good quarterback in there, right? right. So it's like Billy Napier, a little too early to judge on him, right? He had right. a so-so year with uh, you know uh, Anthony Richardson, who was up and down in his play. Does mm. that mean Billy Napier can't coach? Not necessarily, but it's only his first year, a little early there. The guys who you have to put down there, in my opinion, closer to the bottom are going to be guys like Drinkwitz. Like, I think Drinkwitz is a nice enough dude, but I just don't see it from him as being a guy who's going to perennially compete for a title, even in the SEC East. Right. right? So you got to throw him closer to the bottom of that list. I think that he's a phenomenal offensive mind, but I don't think you can put Mike Leach up there at the top. He's good, but not great. Like, offensively great, but defenses just routinely have been just giving up too many plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lane Kiffin is a guy who's right there in the middle who's a great offensive mind but can never field a good defense. Doesn't matter what the year is, who the mm-hmm. coordinator is, what the mm-hmm. school is. Defenses are just going to perennially be so-so. They're going to play well for periods of games, periods of seasons, but they're going to fall apart at some point in time during the season. So I don't know. It's hard to judge that. So on the face of it right now, he's right there in the middle of the pack, in my opinion. Right, right. Um, B, uh, let's let's talk for a second about what Auburn fans will tolerate in years one and two. So Hmm. Brian Harson won six, six games in his first year. And the sky was falling. Mm-hmm. Does Hugh Freeze get the same treatment if he turns in a 500 season next year? Oh, if he gets a 500 season, then I think we might really see some like physical demonstration on Tumor's <laughs> corner with signs. Like you can't. That's that's the predicament that Auburn, the decision makers have placed themselves in. Is you heard a concerted cry from? I, I won't say it's a majority. Twitter is always a minority. As, as much as it seems like there are a lot of voices there, Twitter is a minority. It is not the majority of any group of people. It is the majority of Twitter people. So with that being said, though, they were very vocal and they were very passionate and very specific about what their issues were with Hugh Freeze as a head coaching candidate. Right. If you ignore a group that was very, very specific. It's not like, oh, well, people might not like this. Like, there were some people who didn't want Gus gone and did want Gus gone. And you can get away with firing Gus because people were kind of like, I don't know. Nobody said if Gus stays next year, I'm not coming back to games. But in this case, you heard before you made the decision, as soon as his name was brought up, similar to Kevin Steele, people were like, hell no. Hell no. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. The same way that letters got written in support of Brian Harson when they were trying to oust him, 
it was from players. And so it had a little more weight, but those things got official. And it, people seemed to listen, at least with Brian Harson, because he hadn't really done anything uh, actually wrong as far as what he was accused of. So right. in this case, people were like, hey, there's not only is there smoke, there are glowing embers on the ground. Can y'all listen to us, please? You can't ignore those people and field a team that was <laughs> that got tried that essentially was bad enough to get Brian Harson right. beginning to get fired. If that was reason enough to get Brian Harson out of here, even if it was illegitimate, you can't ignore a part of your fan base and then decide to go ahead and go go along with what you want to do anyway and have the guy still be losing. Because let's be clear, six and six is 500. When you pay for three wins, six and six is worse than 500, realistically. Right. How I count wins in my head, that's not the official tally, no. You turn in six and six, what that really means is you win three and six against quality competition. And that's not mm-hmm. acceptable. That's, that's he can't point. go three and six against quality competition after so many people said, we don't want this dude. That would be a disaster, and I think it would probably be the worst-case scenario um, for Hugh Freeze in year one. So it's got to be better than that. It's, it, it would have to be better. I just want to know, it wasn't just a Twitter mob. Almost 10,000 emails got sent mm. to Auburn University president in opposition of this hire. So people were very vocal, um, and that was in one day. So right. who knows how many more emails they got of people um, kind of opposing this hire. want to get to some super chats here. David Whitehead says, will Hugh keep caddy and hire Muschamp or Travis Williams? Listen, I'm on the bring T-Will home train. As a matter of fact, if we were going to hire caddy, I would have been like, absolutely. Let's just round this out with our guys. Go get Damian Craig and get Travis Williams. And let's make this thing an all Auburn ordeal. Um, Janoris says, why so much sunshine pumping? This is a terrible hire. This is any Auburn is always in the same position. Two years from now, we will be looking again. I said, I assume he's talking to the chat when he said sunshine pumping. I don't know that, that we've been pumping sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of people are jazzed about this hire, but again, um, a lot of people were split. They were split on whether they wanted this hire or not. Uh, so you're going to see some sunshine pumping, but I think you'll see an equal amount of whatever the opposite of sunshine pumping is. We need to come up with that term. We need to, <laughs> I, we need to, we need to trademark the opposite of that. Um, SMT can't wait to read the morals clause. Listen, hey, for real. Um, he had to look somebody in the face and convince them that he was going to be a good leader of men and that he was going to stay out of trouble while he was here. So, uh, you know, before we move on real quickly, just real quick, guys, you know, is Cohen risking his reputation on this hire? You know, or he, is he just scapegoated because the powers that be got what they wanted and, you know, he was the face of it? Like, you know, is his yes, job on yes the line with yes. this? Uh, I mean, job on the line, I, again, I don't know. I, he'll, he'll get another shot at another hire if this doesn't work out. Um, so if you're saying... I, I just don't know that there are very many athletic directors who will get fired because of their first hire. Right. Um, you're going to have to do more than just have one bad hire before that's a situation, unless they just never liked you to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, if he so, gets us on probation, or if we if something happens that negatively impacts the team, beyond well, and that's himself. why I said yes and yes okay. because he had the support of the boosters that helped this usher this along so he'll get a he'll get a get out of jail free card if something like that happens right and 
I think that would be more so on Hugh Freeze than it would be on John Cohen, right? Like you giving somebody a second chance doesn't make you a bad person. The person right. screwing up the second chance is the bad person. Facts. That's true. Uh, but there's, there's bit, also a certain amount of risk that comes along with hiring sure. somebody. And But again, I'm, I'm with you that I don't think this was him saying do it. I think this was the people above him saying do it. So you think they wouldn't, but if the fire gets hot enough because of whatever transgression happens that will cause an abrupt end to his tenure, then he may just be the, the lamb that gets slaughtered for it. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't personally think that, that would happen, but again, I don't, don't I'm not going to pretend to know the machinations of people with money and how they decide that they're going to make decisions about yeah. who gets to be the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. Ben Blowworth says, we got bizarro Gus Malzan with Petrino-level baggage. Yay. <laughs> Uh, know how Ben feels about that. Um, Melanie Ashford, uh, good to see Mama Ashford in here always. Cadillac should be assistant head coach, period. I agree. I echo that sentiment. I think anything else would be uncivilized. Cody Smith, orange, out, navy, out. Now let's do a freeze out. Come on in, ice blue, unis, let's go, baby. Only WVA. problem is Ole Miss mm. already got him, and so does North Carolina. So we ain't, we can't... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Q's going to be going to be the guy that gets us the alternate unis. He's going to have to win a national championship or two before they they let him do that. Um, Don L. Does Sankey or the NCAA set up office on campus? Now, here's 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 where I'm at, fellas, about the dangers of hiring a Hugh Freeze. If he does mess up in some kind of way, and I'm talking about football related things, break some rule, impermissible contact, any of that stuff. They're going to hammer us. They're going to hammer us. They're going to come down as hard as they can. And, you know, the the families of the world and all those people who already hate Auburn who were. I have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Would that have been any different with any hire? Yeah, I think it, I, I think it would have been. I think it would have been. The the NCAA has always been pretty harsh on Auburn, regardless of what happened. So I don't know that this is the reason that they're going to be harder on Auburn. Well, I'll tell you what. They weren't during the Bruce Pearl thing. We self-imposed. They gave us the benefit of the doubt. Um, But, you know, Bruce kept his hands clean for, I don't know, like, what, eight years? That's the difference. Bruce wasn't the person who was in trouble. It was someone else. So I'm just saying— if 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 it's a situation where it was like Bruce, where it was somebody else doing something, that's not the same thing. True, but, yeah. But if that's Bruce true. had done it, they'd have killed us. Yeah. They'd have I mean, absolutely massacred all They still form. found him responsible enough that they handed him a two-game suspension because it happened under his roof. understood. Yeah. But it's, I, I, my point is that there's nothing that to, – to, well, so I'll echo your point while making my point, which is – because this puts you at a higher level of scrutiny, they're probably going to be looking a lot more intently at it. Okay, fair. So it makes it less likely that you could get away with anything that skirts a line. But do I think that the that the potential penalty will be harsher? No, it's Auburn. They're, they're looking for a reason to nail us to the cross. Mm. Well, f- for that, I will say this. The NCAA might not set up shop on campus, but Auburn's compliance— Rich McGlynn, where you at, family? Is the yeah, strongest. <laughs> we, you're talking about the compliance department that is best equipped to you're deal the real with MVP. Yeah. A, a line stepper. Like this, this is the <laughs> only, probably the only com- compliance department in the conference who is equipped to deal with this. We we avoided major penalties with Cam Newton. 
We didn't jump in on NIL too early and jump into that fire, whatever it was, which was a very prudent decision. And we made the decision based on the information that was available to forego postseason eligibility with the one season because of what happened with, uh, uh, was it, um, what was the coach? The person? Person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Chuck Person. Yeah. Our, our department knows what they're doing. They know how to keep things clean and on the up and up. My anticipation is there is going to be a dude. I don't know if they've already got that dude. I will apply to be that dude that basically just shadows him and looks over his shoulder. What you doing, Hugh? Mm-hmm. Don't send that message. Give me that phone. <laughs> Give me that phone. Finish signing autographs, man. You're doing too much. Whoever that, I'm, I'm sure that they have it already ready because it's got, it's, you know what you're getting into. You had to have that firm talk with them. I seriously doubt our compliance department would be like, yeah, just hire him. Let's cross our fingers and he's going to do great. No, they're going to protect this investment because it's not just about money right now. You yeah. would have had to pay out the wazoo to get Lane, but Lane hasn't, hasn't stepped wrong like Hugh has stepped wrong. If Hugh steps wrong, it's a whole nother mess that you don't want to have to deal with. So you protect yourself. You, you build in some safeguards for Hugh, for yourself. And my guess is that it would never... Um, they they just wouldn't be reckless about how they enforce this or how they allow him to do business here. Right, right. Um, let's just jump back into some more super chats. Uh, Don else is the Sankey. Well, we just we just did that one. I'm sorry. Alabama Prep. Good to see you. I think if we retain Carnell, Ike, and Zach, we could be a recruiting powerhouse. Uh, got some more questions about recruiting, so we'll circle back around to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, step aside, Harson. Hugh Freeze is paintballs. Freezes his paintballs. Ward M. Eagle, the Iceman cometh. Um, Cody Smith here. Bring in Brian Johnson as OC. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who the offensive coordinator hire is. I mean, just all the, the staff all, that oh, rounds yeah, out both, for both sure. Both the coordinators, for sure. I was going to ask that question later. Uh, Brian Hanchard, honest question. Was there a realistic potential hire that wouldn't have caused some controversy amongst our fan base? No, uh, listen. Not. Well, listen, I think there's a difference between controversy and I just didn't want this guy. This wasn't my preferred hire, right? I think there were there were some that wouldn't have caused controversy. That doesn't mean that people wouldn't have been opposed to it, but controversy is the next level of like, you know, we've got legitimate storylines that we have to talk about um, that are uncomfortable and we don't want to talk about. Um, Bus 358, what do you all think this means for recruiting? I'll be interested, again, in this. I, I'll pose this question to you. You know, does this hiring open up the door for negative recruiting by other schools based on some of the reasons that people didn't want Hugh Freeze to come to Auburn? Uh, if he was the girls' basketball coach, maybe. Right. Okay. All right. So we're sexist in the South. Got it. Um, I'm, no, that's not a sexism thing. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> most of the issues that people have are about what they feel like is safety around women. That I, it's there are going to be people. So possibly, yes. Okay, but do, do I think it's going to have a huge negative effect on recruiting? No. Yeah, I mean, again, I think I think it's super important that not only that he keeps his hands clean, but these players are model citizens for sure. Under you know under this this head coach, so you know any behavior issues, uh, which is crazy because behavior issues happen everywhere. But because do. of this head coach being the person named, then everything's going to look like. See, he doesn't have control of his players, you know. But Bama players slapping people running out off the field, people think Nick Saban's a, a saint somehow. Still, so right, right. You know, it's whatever. 
Jazzy Joe, we need a Hugh Freeze interview, guys. As always, we're going to be working to bring you guys any and every interview that is pertinent and relevant to Auburn football. Uh, I am Hop. Looking forward to see what Hugh does with Robbie. I think this might be the most exciting storyline here is he takes a guy like Rob. Can he do with Robbie what he did with Malik Willis? If he can, Auburn's in for a hell of a season next year. I think they surprise a lot of people. 